Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Well, welcome back. We are in the midst of a uh, new global phenomenon. It's what we're going to call it because it's uh, the first time anyone's done it. It is Talkback Survivor here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. If you missed the last couple of episodes, then please uh, jump into your uh, podcast streams and uh, and have a listen to get recapped on uh, what's been happening. But essentially, we are voting comedians off Talkback Island. We started with six of Australia's finest comedians. We now have four chosen because of their incredible uh, way of communication and wordsmith and storytelling, but also because they have the most free time in this country that they can devote this week to playing <laughs> Talkback Survivor. It's a big welcome back to Irving Majumda. We've got Jordan Barr, Conchetta Caristo and Prue Blake still with us. Hello, team. Hey. Hi. How's it felt? It's, we're by on the Wednesday way. and factions are already starting to form. Yeah. Conchetta, tell us. I found this really, really stressful and I'm overthinking and I'm stressed <laughs> and I'm confused. And I was really hurt, Prue, when I found out you voted for me. I can see your eyes closed. One of my <laughs> no, I knew the did you said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> But it we was a, a strategic play. It was yes. a strategic play. I knew your story was obviously the best and you'd be saved by the rest of the group. Oh. <laughs> well, look, I let's honestly, see. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think I could really play Survivor. I think I'd lose my mind. Um, I felt shook as well by that. Um, but then also I was thinking, I think I I feel a little bit nervous, but I'm also like getting hungry. So I'm like, <laughs> um, so I, I do, I do like, I do want to stay. So don't just vote me off because I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, you're not right, enjoying the go. Matt and Alex providing you with uh, brown rice. Yeah. I love all the food. And love <laughs> a to, to eat. Challenge. <laughs> all right. So without further ado, let's jump into our third round of Talkback Survivor. Who is going to be voted off? Talk back on this week. The question is, what is your wildest travel story? Mm. Now, they've probably been uh, a bit more subdued the last couple of years, but hopefully you've got a travel story up the sleeve. Let's start in the middle, shall we? Um, How about we go with Jordan Barr to start with? Jordan, what's your wildest travel story? Sure. I just want to stay off the bat. Uh, I've, I've... Uh, I don't come off good in this story, but that's fine. <laughs> that's good. You came off really good in the New Year's Eve story uh, on Monday, so we need something to temper the Jordan Barr love in. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, all these interesting stories, like back to back, just makes me sound a bit like an alcoholic who can't dance, which is, anyway, um, but I went, so I went to America with my friend and we did like a big road trip down the West Coast. It was great. Then we went to um, Austin and we were staying in a hostel and we went to something called Titty Bingo, um, which were rarely any bingos, mostly titties. And then we kind of of (laughs) took our tops off. I don't know. It felt fun at the time. I'm sure we were being like assaulted, but you can't think about that too much in the moment. Um, And then um, we got really drunk and we ended up, there were, uh, we were in a co-ed dorm in a um in a hostel uh and uh, got involved entangled with some british uh, uh men in these in a bunk bed in a co-ed dorm with a few other people which is uh disgusting awful <laughs> behavior we should have been kicked out but we didn't um so and wait, then, were, like was it an eight person dorm yeah yeah i think there were, and how there many, were 12 12 people how many people were entangled <laughs> uh just uh just me and my friend um but but with uh in separate bunks yep. um so and four course, out of the 12, and then there were eight innocent bystanders to this? 
Yeah, oh, well, the two, the, the boys were additions to the 12. So oh. they. So, oh, my God. Oh, so they weren't even like probably staying there. No, they, well, they were in separate rooms and they just kind of, and they also both snored. One of them honestly sounded like the kraken, like the sound he made. <laughs> Felt like he was going to burst the earth open. Um, so that wasn't we, it wasn't my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, and then the next morning we woke up and like to really like rub salt in the wound. The people who were ben- beneath us, um, beneath, um, they. Um, so you were on the top so bunk with this British dude. So the boys left, thank God. Um, okay. And then, um, but in the in the but they stayed for a bit, and then in the morning we were there, and there were these. Uh, this couple underneath us and they were like in their 70s and they um <laughs> so, okay and they were um so like in america the cost of living is expensive and minimum wage is not great and they, they're teachers and they worked really hard to be able to finally take some time off to go to austin to pay homage to um the the wife's late brother who'd recently passed away and they'd always promised they'd go to austin with him because he loved it um and yeah, and we just like would being the goodest girls, like you've never like <laughs> putting on charm, 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 but knowing that like we just <laughs> people above them <laughs> when they're mourning their brother, they probably come to spread some ashes and they're like, God, we have to, unfortunately, after saying this hostel, hopefully it's not a nightmare. And then this guy, Ricky, another Australian, so really represented well, he, she was in the middle of telling us about this, um, her brother uh, passing away, and we were just like, mm hmm, mm hmm. And then this Australian guy who'd just been working in Vancouver on like Whistler or whatever came in and he was drunk and he was yelling on the phone to his family in Australia just asking for 20 bucks and the phone, <laughs> based on his side of the conversation, the phone was getting passed around at this family be like, no, Ricky, we're not giving you another 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we never saw them again. Oh, beware. <laughs> the dorms in Austin by the sounds of things. Uh, let's jump over to Irvi Majumdar, travel story. Irvi, what have you got for okay. us here? Um, all right. So I was like 22 and I decided to go backpacking in India where I was born, um, but we, with two friends and we we're just going around the country and it was super fun. But the whole reason I went was like to get over this guy that I was like desperately in love with. Um, and then I decided once we got to Varanasi, which is like the oldest city in India and um, everyone plays classical music there. Um, and there's like all these expats like learning classical music. And I went full like eat, pray, love. And I'm like, I found my calling. I'm going to stay here for a whole month while my friends go like proper backpacking and I'm going to like learn how to do Indian classical music. And basically wow. like this is me now. Sounds beautiful. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like really beautiful, except I think the other reason I stayed is because we were staying in this like house with a family and this like really hot guy um, was also in this other room. But um, I was like had the massive, I had massive hots for him, but the catch was that he was a celibate monk. and it was like the horniest month of my whole life like I've never felt so turned on um like it was just like we'd (laughs) we'd be talking all night about like philosophy and stuff and I'd be like you know it's really passionate to just like go for things in life and he's like you know no you got to detach and like no it's like the buddhist principle to like not be of the flesh and so we talk the next about flea bag and the hot prince. <laughs> yeah. yes. seriously i was like we talk about like we talk about how good it would be and like how great it would be like hook up and like attraction and then like never touch for <gasps> the whole insane. month wow i know and the only other sexual offer that i got was like this like rank masseuse who i went to in india and it's like the only way i can fix you in a show is if I f- you and I was like, <laughs> doing that. I'm like, I'll take my celibate monk over there. <laughs>
Oh, you so, need to yeah, but like, borrow like Jordan. Eat, pray, pray. <laughs> eat, pray, pray borrow Jordan, Jordan's uh, bunk and have a have a little <laughs> I know. monk in a bunk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 a must in a bunk. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Prue Blake now. Prue, uh, what was your worst, biggest travel, biggest travel fail? Biggest travel. Oh, no, what is travel story? What is your wildest travel <laughs> Thanks, story? Guys. Yeah, I was like, okay, I wouldn't call it a fail, but it was pretty wild. Um, but a few years ago, I went to visit my best friend who was living in Istanbul at the time, and while I was there, she'd booked us tickets to this music festival in the middle of a Turkish forest. Um, with her and some of her mates. And on our way there, there was maybe like five of us, so we'd all squeezed into one taxi. Um, The taxi got into a car accident and then one guy got out and started punching our taxi driver in the face. And so we all just like went across into the taxi on the other side of the road, like Benny Hilda just (laughs) 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 went to this music festival. And then while we're there, we got... um, up and uh, <laughs> we the festival ended at about 11 p.m. and on our way back out we'd we'd really indulged and we were drinking these like found beers because we were so thirsty we were finding beers as we were walking out of the festival and drinking and being like this is the nectar of the gods <laughs> <laughs> we did this for so long that by the time we actually got out of the festival grounds all of the buses like the scheduled buses had taken off and there was just one car there that was unmarked and he was like i'll take you girls back to istanbul i'll take you to Beşiktaş. no worries and then my friend freaked out and was like, no, we can't go with you. And we ran on to just a local bus. And we were on this bus for about 20 minutes until my friend, who had been chewing her face off at this point, so her lips had like a blue ring around them. Oh, no. <laughs> she turned to this Turkish couple behind us and she said, is this bus going to Istanbul? And they went, no, no, it's going like <laughs> the opposite direction. You're going like further and further away from Istanbul. <laughs> like, we're like, well, should we get off? Should we get off? And they said, no, just wait. There'll be nowhere for you to go if you get off now. Oh, and eventually the bus stopped at a totally closed down, like, set of public toilets. <laughs> and there was just no, no streetlights, nothing there except for one taxi. And the Turkish couple beat us to the taxi. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God, we're going to be stuck here all night. What if they just needed to go 10 minutes nowhere. home and you needed to go all the way back to Istanbul? Yeah. They ran and beat you to the taxi. Yeah, and then the Turkish couple called us. They said, girls, get over here. And they put us in the cab and they said, this guy's been told to take you to Beshatash. <gasps> he will not stop. Do like, don't say anything to him. We've paid him. You just go. Aww. You're like so unsafe Aww. here. <gasps> oh. So that we ended up, yeah, managing to get home and we were so scarred by the experience. We spent the rest of my time in Istanbul just watching Sex in the City. All right, well, we've got one more uh, contestant here on Talkback Survivor and uh, that is Conchetta Caristo. Wow, this has been a fabulous round. All the girlies had great stories. Um, let's see What's how What's your mine wildest goes. travel story, Conchetta? Okay. okay, so I also, when I was like 21 or 22, I grew up very sheltered. I grew up like in the one suburb where I went to school and where all my friends were and I never really traveled and blah, blah, blah. And then I had a one of my first boyfriends. He was like, let's travel. Like, I'll organize everything. Like, it'll be cheap. Um, and so I was like, great, I'll just go along with him. Um, what was interesting though is that he really liked weed a lot and I was deathly afraid of the stuff. And um, <laughs> he had to promise my mom that he wasn't going to do it over there. 
so that it wasn't wouldn't be like a Chappelle Corby moment. And he didn't like bring anything or do anything. But like when we got there, he was really hell bent on trying. Um, they have over there in Thailand or something like happy pizzas or happy milk milkshake, which means that there's weed in the stuff. Right. So um, one time he like went and we went and shared this big happy pizza. And I only did it because I was like, fine, I'm stuck with you. Like, what can I do? And I had one <laughs> slice and I got um so high immediately. And my boyfriend was like so huge. So he was so upset because he like ate the rest of the pizza and didn't feel anything. Anyways, <laughs> we go <laughs> home to the hotel room and like, again, we're poor. So like we couldn't afford a nice hotel room. So we had to be in like, uh, what's this backpacking thing? And so like, I just wanted to have a romantic trip with my boyfriend, but he was like, it's backpackers. Like, let's meet people. And so I didn't want to do that. So I stayed in the hotel room and he was like, I'm going out for a drink. And I was like, okay, like so upset. And I was like, remember you have to come home early because tomorrow we have to get up at like five in the morning and get in this car that drives us to the like Cambodian border. Right. And he was like, got it. Anyways, he leaves. He isn't home all night until I wake up at like three in the morning. The door slams open. He slams now open the bathroom door and he locks himself in and he violently scream vomits. I'm talking for like hours, <laughs> hours, hours, hours. Guess what? I have my period. And so I'm like, can I please get in the toilet? And I knock on the door. He's not answering. He won't open the door. He's not doing anything. So I now have to like go outside down to the, down in the spooky like thing to like the, the, the outhouse next to the pool. And I'm like scared and alone. I go back up. He's in bed. I look in the toilet. The cistern is off the wall. There's stuff all over the wall. The toilet's pulled off the wall. He's like, the toilet. he's in bed laying next to me. I want to kill him. I literally want to kill him. I'm so sheltered. He's like my only ticket to this world. And so anyways, literally an hour later, we get up. We go down to the guy to take us in the car right now. So we get up and he's just fine or what's he just? He's, 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 he's like, oh my God, he's a disaster. He bought these like giant bottles of water you know they're like 1.5 liter bottles yeah. and he's just like sculling water which i'm like no 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 no. this isn't going to solve your problem we get in this car we load everything i'm not talking to him i'm ignoring him sorry this is long it's nearly done anyways we get in the car and he proceeds to vomit in his mouth to hide the sound and then pour it into a plastic bag the whole like hour and a half trip so that we don't get thrown out of this car because we need to get to the border, right? So, so I'm so now like... Shawshank redemptioning his spew just... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Were you spewing? Just small like, it's so gross. Just the smell of it would make the you too. smell. I can't look at him. I'm so angry at him for betraying me. I'm staring out the window while he does that. Then we get to the border. You have to wait in this really long ass line to just like check your pass and go out right so I go first I wait in the line he's chugging these waters and I just know that this is not going to end well so um I I put my thing in my passport and then I walk outside and so just outside of the little passport office or whatever it's just like people waiting like it's all dusty and whatever he gives his passport takes a step out of the passport office and then I see this in slow motion he projectile vomits like a meter <laughs> onto everyone he just steps out. he'd been holding it the whole time he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> onto the line of people at border yeah, security just over everyone oh, no. and then we have to wait in another line and I ignore him and start flirting with some like Aussies that are waiting in the line and that's and oh. we broke up not too long after that oh look <laughs> incredible stories from everyone so far on today's oh, episode so of Matt and Alex Talkback Survivor. Thank you, Conchetta, for that one. Uh, we are going to go to a very quick break because it's time 
for our tribe members to turn on each other. Yep. Judge yourselves, vote each other off. Write the names down of the people or the one person who you think didn't step up to the plate or maybe you want to see off Talkback Island and uh, we will return to see who will be leaving us up next. Well, the time has come. Tribal Council is here and one incredible comedian will be leaving us. Will it be Prue Blake? Will it be Jordan Barr? Will it be Irving Majumdar? Will it be Conchetta Caristo? I've got to tell you, Daiso, this is, I mean, I'm thinking about who I would vote for and this is not an easy one. Well, that's the thing. We've got four people left. If it's a tie, Matt, you're the the deciding vote. (laughs) Oh, no. Think fast. <laughs> oh, good. Well, it's no, not covering thinking. up who I voted for then, is there? Because I'm the one who's I'm never going to come back on the show if I vote. Anyways, um, all right. Well, look, no. you've had time to consider who uh, you would like to see off the island for good or bad reasons. And right now, let's see um, who you have voted for. Can everyone close their eyes, please? Except for Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Um, look, big fan of um, merit. So I'm just going to. Unfortunately, but I think it's I think it's the way to go. Wow. Okay, this is interesting. Um, uh, okay, close your eyes, Jordan. Now, everyone, close your eyes. Irvi, open your eyes and show us who you voted for. Conchetta. Okay. Um, I am really sad about it, but I also think they're my biggest threat. So. Okay. There we um. go. All right. That's a good. That's a big power play. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Prue Blake, open your eyes and uh, tell us who. Show us who you have voted for. Prue. There's a lot of guilt from previous game playing, mm-hmm. um, so I felt like the only way to make it right and even things out. Okay. Wow. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> and um, Conchetta, finally, open your eyes and show us who you voted for. Jordan. It's only because I don't know. I blacked out in the middle of the story and missed. Oh it. wow. Okay. Well, in a first, we have ourselves someone who is going home, thanks to. Their own vote. It is Jordan Barr. Oh, oh my God, Jordan is going home. Wow, Jordan, please talk us through your voting. Uh, your, your thinking behind the vote. Um, the girlies really stepped up, um, and I will say, maybe I didn't prepare this question um, <laughs> and wasn't really didn't think I'd be called on first, which is no one's fault except my own. <laughs> and unfortunately, when I think of wild stories, it they it blends in with just embarrassing ones that I... <laughs> yeah, anyway, Do you know what? but I, I loved it. I loved I say, all of those stories. You weren't the only competitor to vote themselves <gasps> off. So there is someone else in the mix here who... Uh, Either didn't like their own story or has to be somewhere. So, <laughs> listen. So right. story-based. All, all will be revealed right. on tomorrow's All Day Breakfast. Thank you for joining us. Three remain. Oh. It is our second last episode, the penultimate uh, episode of Talkback Survivor. Thank you so much, Jordan. We'll catch you later. Bye. And we will see you. the three of you tomorrow. You so much. This is All Day Breakfast. Oh, I did think that merit comment was super harsh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.